in today's show. We're looking ahead to the Christmas Day, the Christmas Day games, who we stream in to win our weekly matchup, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore bball, on TikTok at redrock underscore bball, on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. A reminder, Christmas Day games in the NBA start early. If you are here, like me in Australia, it starts at 4 a.m., so get your lineup set. Get them set. There are five games on. And it's the last day of a week. Last day of week 10. And we need to win our matchups. So we're going to look at how we can do that for points leagues and for category leagues. I'm also, I don't normally do this, and I probably should. But just some information on where we sit with injuries. It does appear Tyrese Maxey will be out for Philadelphia. PJ Tucker had a hand issue, but um, he's fine to go for that early game against the Knicks. Um... The next game is the Lakers-Mavs. Reggie Bullock is off the injury report, but Finney Smith and Josh Green are out. Kemba Walker is out. We do not, at this point, have an update on the tank Tom Bryant, who left last game with a shoulder injury. I would have thought that if it was serious, we would have heard about it, but we haven't at this stage. If he is out, then you're looking at Wenyan Gabriel and Damian Jones. I would expect to split those minutes. Jones probably has the more fantasy-friendly game, but Gabriel is ahead of him in the rotation. I don't think either of them would become must-roster players, but it would be something that we'd need to pay attention to. For the Celtics and Bucks game, Rob Williams is off the injury report after missing last game. Marcus Smart is probable. We don't have an update on Chris Middleton. I think it's probably unlikely that he plays. But we don't know that just yet. The Grizzlies and the Warriors, we know Steph's out. Draymond is actually questionable for the Warriors there, but Divincenzo is off the injury report. John Kaminga is off the injury report while Clay is going to play, but Wiggins is out. Um, and then the Suns and the Nuggets, we don't have the update on Booker yet. Um, Jamal Murray is probable. Zeke Naji is probable, but we know that Jeff Green is out. Cameron Payne also is one we need to watch for for Phoenix. So that's where we are with those injuries. Let's talk about streaming. Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> this guy is going to appear on a lot of these, um, a lot of these, uh, what do you call them? Streaming sit spots. It's the big ragu. Dante DiVincenzo. He's missed the last couple with an illness. Um, no Wiggins, no, Cl- no Curry. He's going to start. Yes, he may not be the best option at all points. And there are always issues with your shooting or offensive output. But I don't really see a better option out there, honestly. For a Yahoo Points League, for a guy that's available in 50% or plus of or more leagues, things can open up with injuries, of course, like Landry Shamit. If Booker is out, we might stream him in. Um, if Bryant is out, we stream Gabriel in. So there are other options. But in terms of how things sit at the moment with the unknowns of where we are, you know, Kaminga might be that guy if Draymond is out. But to me, DiVincenzo is really the option we want to look at. Tim Hardaway. Sorry, these are guys available in 40% or more leagues. Tim Hardaway, yes, it can really be rough, but... Yeah, I think most times at the at the moment we're looking at two out of every three games are quite good, and that's worth a crack there. Um, in New York, Quentin Quentin Grimes. This 
briefcase and this haircut. I've been talking about Grimey for a while saying, hey, look, look at this stuff that he's doing. I don't know how real it is. Sometimes he has crazy shooting. Sometimes he has big defensive stats. What happens when neither happened? And last game, neither happened and the game looked bad. But he's always found a way to get something going. And he's available in a lot of spots. He's going to start and play 33, 34, 35 minutes, 39 minutes, 46 minutes. I don't know what Thibodeau is going to do. But there is opportunity there for him in a big way. Let's get something straight as well. This is not a good streaming day. There are five games on, but the players available, there's just they're not good. It's not a situation where we've got these great options opening up. Kavon Looney can be a stream option, but we saw like last game, we got big James Wiseman minutes. Is that something we look at again? I really doubt it, but Kavon Looney's an option. Dennis Schroeder, who was dreadful. The combination of him and Bev- Beverly has been really, really bad for the Lakers. And yes, Schroeder without Davis does it does benefit him, but you know, up and down. You got the big stiffy bones high on the five-minute man. Uh, everything's been terrible for him. Like the minutes are so well down, but when you're looking for someone who can go off and score 17 points in 15 minutes, there's not really anybody else that that, strikes me as that sort of a player on that list. You've got um, Derek White as a streamer. Maximum Derek. Rob Williams coming back probably does hurt him a bit. And then there's Lonnie Walker, who has been subpar. Hello. It's not a great streaming crop. The first three... Pretty clearly to me, DiVincenzo, Hardaway, Grimes, really good options. I put Schroeder probably in that mix too. And the rest is just like, oh, maybe, maybe. Don't feel good about it. It is a hard day to stream. On ESPN leagues, I used a cutoff of 30% rostered to look at these guys who you can stream in tomorrow. It's a lot of the same names. DiVincenzo, Tim Hardaway, Quentin Grimes, Kavon Looney. Bruce Brown's available. And yes, Maga Porter is back. But with Jeff Green out, Brown is still going to get his high, mid to high 20s minutes, maybe 30s. He's a great option there. Schroeder, the five-minute man, Bones Highland, and Lonnie Walker. So basically just a group of the same names using that different cutoff of um, 60% available versus um, 70% available. Well, that's not true, sorry. 40% available on Yahoo, 70% on ESPN gets you about the same names. It gives you an idea that maybe 30% of ESPN leagues are inactive. So that's um, points leagues and streamers there. Yeah, today's episode is brought to you by betonline.net. Betonline.net is the number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for all professional and amateur leagues out there. Pro football, college bowl season, college basketball, and of course, the NBA. It's all at betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. If you want to look at Christmas Day, Broncos, Rams, absolute blockbuster. Which team will be worse? The Broncos are three-point favorites. Let's ride. The over-under is a paltry, putrid 36 and a half. I'm really selling it, but I'm not here to sell the NFL. I'm here to tell you that BetOnline has all of the odds that you could possibly need for all of the NFL action for this weekend. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. And don't forget, gamble responsibly. Let's look at category leagues. Who can we stream in for the points category? Again, remember, it is rough. Points. Lon Walker doesn't do anything else, so he'd want to score points. Bones Highland doesn't do much else either. And I'm really worried where his minutes fit. Dennis Schroeder, okay. Yeah, he might have 15-point upside. Dante DiVincenzo, he might get seven points. He might get 13. This is what we talk about, again, when we're talking about drafting, prioritizing points in a draft 
because you it's very hard to find difference makers in a points category off the wire. Everyone scores points on the wire, but they are all below average. Every every person basically, maybe Lonnie Walker you could consider not to be a below average points guy, but everyone else is below average. Quentin Grimes really do think Grimey is is an ad in all leagues. Austin Reeves he's he's their third best player. I don't think there's any argument about that. Defends well, scores well, shoots well. Love what he's doing at the moment. Emmanuel quickly, well, that's what he does as well, isn't it? But yeah, trusting Emmanuel quickly is putting your fantasy life in someone's hands who's not going to be trustworthy. That's a terrible metaphor, but you know what I mean. You can't trust his production. And then there's Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who's at least got a really solid role, um, but maybe he's a 13-point guy, 14-point guy. You feel good about him getting double digits most nights, but yeah, is there any high upside in that? Not really. Streaming in threes, the big ragu, Bones Highland, George Niang. Now he's available everywhere. He probably plays 17, 18 minutes. He easily hits three threes. He's got seven three upside. There are a lot of guys in this. Again, we talk about this in draft season. This is so many guys you can get for threes. Every one of this, every person on this list that I've got here, eight names, can easily hit three, if not five threes in a game. Easily. Every one of these guys. And the average con- contribution in threes is about 1.4. Like, it's finding guys that smash through average production on threes is easy. So, DiVincenzo, Highland, Niang, Grimy. You can hit five of them. Lonnie Walker. Yeah, maybe he's he's probably the least likely out of this group to hit four or five threes, Lonnie Walker. But he's still going to hit them. Davis Bertans. He does nothing else. Nothing. But with the injury to Finney Smith, he's going to play... And he can have 18 points and all of them come from three. Reggie Bullock, he'll probably start. He does literally nothing else. But three threes is absolutely normal production from him. And then there's KCP, who's a two to three triple a game player as well. It's very easy to find threes off the wire. You can find so many guys who give you well above average production in that category. Rebounds. There's not many good ones here. There's Kevon Looney, really good one. Double-digit rebound player. Hartenstein's like maybe a six or seven rebound player, even in 19 minutes. And then you get to some really rough ones. DiVincenzo, very good rebounder as a guard, and the minutes are going to be strong. He might get six of them. That's not a bad play. Dwight Powell, like, he played 20 minutes. He might have six or seven. The upside's infinitesimally low, but he is at least going to have a role. Then you go to Winyan Gabriel, whose value, along with Damian Jones, could really shoot up if Tom Bryant is out. So he is their backup to Bryant at the moment, Gabriel, and there is good value in him just for that purpose, but you're grabbing him in the hope he plays 27. There is a possibility of that. Reggie Bullock is where we get rough. Reggie Bullock, PJ Tucker, yeah, Tucker might be a five or six rebound guy, and Pat Beverly is a guard. Bev- Don't look now. Beverly's playing a lot of minutes, and I think he's top 110 over the last week. Not saying he's a 12-team ad, but there's at least streaming ability now for him where there hasn't been that at all of late. Assists. Oof. Dante DiVincenzo, I told you, he's going to be on this list for nearly every category. Dennis Schroeder, good assist guy. Tyus Jones, we cannot find assists off the wire. That's why Jones is so valuable and Morant's consistent injury problems. And then it's like a wasteland. Ty Jerome, he is getting minutes with Steph out. Maybe he can have four or five. There is a possibility of that, but I wouldn't feel particularly comfortable in trusting Tyrone Jerome, which is a terrible name, to... um, Is his name actually Tyrone? It can't be. Tyrone Jerome is horrendous. I feel sorry for the bloke. No wonder he goes by Ty. Yeah, now it's just listed as Ty. All right, fair enough. 
Ty Jerome, nickname Milk. <laughs> My guys, Milk. All right, let's go with it. Milk Jerome, old 2% over here. He can give you some assists. Kevon Looney, yeah, out of position assists, really useful. And then you go to Shake Milton, the five-minute man, Bones Highland, and Derek White. There's some value in those guys, especially White. But with Marcus Smart likely to play, he's dealing with hip inflammation smart. It does limit some of White's upside, but they are some options for the assist category. Steals, don't be shocked who's on top. It's Dante DiVincenzo, the big ragu. And then there's Josh Okogi, who is really cutting into Tory Craig's playing time. And he can get two steals pretty easily. Quentin Grimes, good steals guy. Manuel quickly has somehow turned himself into a good steals guy. He's basically doubled his steal rate this season. KCP, good steals guy. Reggie Bullock can get him. Pat Beverly can get him. Javon Carter can get him. Another category like threes, where it is really possible. Average steals is 1.1 per game in a fantasy league of 12 teams. Every one of these players, I could look at them and go, ah, oh, could Dante get three? Yeah. Could Akogi get four? Yeah. Grimes, two, three? Yeah. Quickly, three? Yeah. KCP, two? Yeah. Block, two? Beverly, two, three? Carter, four? Easy. You can get all of these guys to get easily double, triple the league average in the steals category. So that is obviously really valuable to understand that and to be able to get those guys in. It is the festive season. You're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks. A few drinks become a few too many. And as the evening comes to an end, people start to head out. You think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. Is it? What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. Or you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get it right. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Streaming blocks is really tough. Hartenstein's probably there. We know he gets 18, 19 minutes. He can block two or three shots really easily. And then after that, I it's it's tough. Not many of those guys I can easily look at and say there's two, three blocks coming. Derek White's an excellent shot blocker as a guard. Be my kid zero. Patrick Beverly is a pretty good shot blocker as a guard. I don't feel really confident in that. Josh Kogi, yeah, he can get to blocks. Quentin Grimes, he can block a shot. James Wiseman, will he even play? I think he probably gets some minutes especially if Draymond is out, but he literally might not play. Kavon Looney, not a good shot blocker. And then Santi Aldama is maybe an option for shot blocks as well. But you might get one. Like how many of those guys do you feel confident of being multi-block players? Maybe Hartenstein? Maybe Wiseman if he gets 20 plus minutes? It's quite hard to stream in that blocks category. In terms of field goal percentage and influencing that category, Dwight Powell right up the top, very high field goal percentage guy. Kevon Looney and James Wiseman, a couple of Warriors players that you can look at to probably help you in that category. Um, the Lionheart, Jericho Sims. You just made the list. Montrez Harrell, if he gets playing time. Wenyan Gabriel, and you can throw Damian Jones in there as well. Isaiah Hartenstein and Zeke Naji, who probably gets a few extra minutes with Jeff Green out. For free throw percentage, some interesting names on this list here. You've got Austin Reeves and Dennis Schroeder in LA. Grayson Allen, who obviously can be a three-point streamer and point streamer as well, although his scoring's way off at the moment. Derek White's a good free throw guy. Quickly's a good free throw guy. Lon Walker's a good free throw guy. The big stiffy Bones Highland is. And Damian Lee. And throw Landry Shamit in this mix as well if we know that Devin Booker is out. And guys, that'll do it for me today. I hope you guys enjoy the Christmas Day games. I will have a full recap of the Christmas Day action, so don't fret that we'll be there talking about that. 
Um, follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, give a thumbs up, leave a comment, tell me how much you love Milk Jerome, and uh, subscribe. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.